إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار فيا عباد الله We are all aware of the importance of understanding the Quran we are all aware of the importance of understanding what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has informed us of the commandments that he has given us and the prohibitions that he has prohibited us from from amongst those is a chapter a small surah from the Quran that everybody again will know and that is when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ مِنْ شَرِّ مَا خَلَقِ وَمِنْ شَرِّ غَاسِقٍ إِذَا وَقَبْ وَمِنْ شَرِّ النَّفَّاثَاتِ فِي الْعُقَدِ وَمِنْ شَرِّ حَاسِدٍ إِذَا حَسَدٍ In this small surah, again, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us knowledge of a great number of affairs and gives us the solutions and the means of protection from a great number of affairs. So Allah tells us to seek refuge in Him. قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ Say that I seek refuge and protection in the Lord of the daybreak. That is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As we know, servants of Allah, We return back to Allah with all of our affairs. We return back to Allah in times of need, in times of ease. 
We return back to Allah in seeking protection, in seeking refuge, in seeking guardianship. It is only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who will give us those things. So Allah tells us, seek refuge in Him. قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ Say that I seek refuge in the Lord of the daybreak. But what is it that you are asking Allah to protect you from? What is it that you are asking for refuge from? That is told to us in the very next ayah. قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ مِنْ شَرِّ مَا خَلَقَ from the evil of what he has created. We know that there are many evils in this world, whether they be the evils of mankind, or the evils of the shayateen, the evils of the beasts and the animals. Evils exist in this world, in this surah, Allah is telling you to ask Him for protection from all of those evils that may exist, all of that which brings you harm, all of that which brings you harm, you ask Allah to protect you from it, from all of the evil that has been created, from the evil of the shayateen, from the evil of the shayateen of the jinn, and the shayateen of humans. Humans have evil in them, and they may oppress you, and they may do wrong to you, they may take your rights from you, they may harm you, they may kill you even. So you seek refuge in Allah from all of the evil that exists. That Allah protects you. Allah gives you refuge. Allah gives you that guardianship from all of those evils. قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ مِنْ شَرِّ مَا خَلَقِ This shows your level of trust in Allah and your dependence in Allah, your tawakkul in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that you know it is only He who can protect you. You know it is only He who can keep the evil, evil away from you. It is not going to be the deceased in their graves. You do not go to them and call upon them expecting them to keep harm away from you, expecting them to bring good to you. Rather, you recognize as a believer, as the servant of Allah, that it is only Allah who can protect you, only Allah who can bring good for you. And a person who knows that will have satisfaction with the decree of Allah, he will have patience upon the decree of Allah, knowing that whatever occurs from the good and the bad, that it is the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
So Allah tells you, قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ مِنْ شَرِّ مَا خَلَقِ وَمِنْ شَرِّ غَاسِقٍ إِذَا وَقَبْ In this ayah, Allah tells you to seek refuge in Him, protection in Him, from the darkness of the night as it envelops. When the darkness of the night it comes, the light it disappears, and the darkness it arises. In that darkness, it is a time when the evils they spread. When the darkness comes, it is a time when the shayateen of the jinn they come out. And that is why in another hadith, the Prophet ﷺ informed us that when the time of Maghrib comes, when the darkness comes, then close your windows, close the inlets to your home, and keep the shayateen away. So the time of darkness, it is a time when the shayateen of the jinn and of the humans, they come out. That is when they come out, the shayateen of the jinn and of the humans, that is when they look to do their evil, that is when they may commit their crimes. So in this ayah, Allah tells you, ask Allah to give you protection, to keep you safe when the darkness of the night it comes, when the darkness of the night it arises, and the shayateen they exit, then you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep you safe and to keep you protected and keep you guarded from those evils of the darkness and the night that arise. So Allah says, قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ مِنْ شَرِّ مَا خَلَقِ وَمِنْ شَرِّ غَاسِقٍ إِذَا وَقَبِ وَمِنْ شَرِّ النَّفَّاثَاتِ فِي الْعُقَدِ Then you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after that to give you protection from the spittling and the tying of the knots that the witches they do, that the sorceresses they do, the magic, black magic, that occurs, Allah tells you in this surah, to ask Allah for protection, from that magic that they do upon people, that Allah keeps you safe, from this magic that they do, those female magicians, those witches, that of course, does not mean that it is only the females. Of course, there are the male magicians too. But this type of magic, where they blow into the knots, when they blow into the knots, and then they put in there all types of signs and symbols and writings, and they spittle into it, and they say what they say, and they read what they read. And then by that, the impact of the magic occurs upon someone. 
That type of magic is more known for the female witches. Even though, of course, the male magicians, they engage in it too. This is something widespread amongst the people. And how many people, they complain about these things. How many people, they complain of the issues of magic. And they say that in our family, magic has been done upon us. Magic has been done to this particular family member. Magic has been done to that person. We know where it came from. We suspect it was this relative, that relative. Here in the Quran, Allah tells you to seek refuge in Allah from that. But how many of these people who come and then they complain that there is magic happening in our family? How many of them ever used to seek refuge in Allah from that magic? How many of them ever used to read the Afkar al-Sabah wal-Masa, the du'as of the morning and the du'as of the evening, the supplications of the morning and after the prayers and the evening and before sleeping? How many of them even know these supplications or care about them? These are the means and the methods that Allah has provided us as a means of protection, as a means of safeguarding ourselves from that magic, as a means of protection from the witches and the magicians and the magic that they cast upon a person. On top of that, the scholars have mentioned that the best way for a person to safeguard himself from the magic occurring is that a person understands Tawheed and practices and implements that Tawheed for the greater his heart is the stronger his heart is upon Iman the worse it becomes for the shayateen of the jinn the harder it becomes for them to attack that person but if you are negligent and you do not do any du'as neither in the morning nor in the evening maybe you do not even guard over your prayers then what protection have you sought for yourself what protection have you sought for yourself you will be the easy targets of the witches and the magicians you will be the easy targets for that magic to occur so be aware allah has told you in this surah a simple surah that we all know to seek refuge in him and to ask for protection from the magic of those who do the magic from the magic of the witches and the magicians and indeed it is real magic is real and it is something that has reality to it they do the magic and it can occur and it can cause a person to become mentally disabled it can cause a person to become ill and diseased it can cause a person to even die magic is certainly something that has reality to it so knowing that this is reality 
What do we do about it? We must make sure that we are constantly asking Allah for protection, constantly making the dua, constantly seeking refuge in Allah from the magic and the magicians and the sorceresses. Then on top of that, Allah mentions, قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ مِنْ شَرِّ مَا خَلَقِ وَمِنْ شَرِّ غَاسِقٍ إِذَا وَقَبْ وَمِنْ شَرِّ النَّفَّاثَاتِ فِي الْعُقَدِ وَمِنْ شَرِّ حَاسِدٍ إِذَا حَسَدٍ And that you ask Allah to give you refuge, protection from the evil of the envious when they envy. A person who envies you, you ask Allah for protection, you ask Allah for refuge from a person who envies because the one who envies, then he is the one who will cause the evil eye. And the evil eye is something real. When a person envies, and what is envy? Envy is that you see your brother with some blessing that you have not got. And so you wish that your brother didn't have it either. You wish that your brother loses the blessings he's got just because you have not got them. You do not ask Allah to put barakah into his blessings. You are asking and hoping that he loses his blessings. That is envy. Envying what others have that you do not have. Envying that he has been given this blessing and you have not. So you hope that he loses it because you haven't got it. That is the evil of envy. And this envy, it is an old disease. The disease of envy began with Iblis himself. When Allah told him to prostrate, وَإِذْ قُلْنَا لِلْمَلَائِكَةِ اسْجُدُوا لِآدَمِ فَسَجَدُوا إِلَّا إِبْلِيسَ أَبَى وَاسْتَكْبَرَ وَكَانَ مِنَ الْكَافِرِينَ When Allah said to the angels, prostrate to Adam, so they all prostrated except Iblis. He refused and he was arrogant and haughty. And he was from the disbelievers. He refused because of his envy for Adam. He envied Adam. That how is it Adam has been given this nobility? How is it that he has been given this status? That all of us must prostrate to him. He is made from clay. I am made from fire. Why is it that we prostrate to him? Why is it that he has been given this nobility? His envy led to him refusing and his envy led to his kufr. That disease of envy began then in the time of Adam's sons, Habil and Qabil. One of them envied the other until he ended up killing the other one because of his envy of him. He envied his brother and ended up killing him from that envy. So look at how envy, it leads to kufr. It leads to killing. This is the disease that Allah is telling us that we ask refuge from. We ask Allah to protect us from the envy of the people, to protect us and guard us 
from that evil eye afflicting us. And it may not always be somebody who is your enemy. The evil eye can occur from somebody who you think is a beloved one to you. The envy and the evil eye can occur from someone whom you consider as your beloved ones. As Shaykh Al-Hameen rahimahullah ta'ala mentioned, you may think this person to be your beloved one, and he thinks you to be his beloved one, but in reality in his heart, he envies something you have, envies something you have, and as a consequence that evil eye comes from him and afflicts you, afflicts you from somebody you believed to be from your beloved ones. So do not envy, rather ask Allah for the same blessing for yourself. You see your brother with a blessing, ask Allah to give him more in that blessing, and ask Allah to give you the same blessing. What that brother has, you can have to be upon the righteousness, and be upon piety, and ask Allah for the same blessings. So here we are being told to seek refuge from the envy of those who envy, from those who afflict others with the evil eye, from those who have that jealousy and hatred for what others have and they do not have. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil anbiya'i wal mursaleen Nabiyyina Muhammadu ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een Faya ibadallah Another very small surah of the Qur'an But again you can see that Allah is Informing us of some of the basics that we should be aware of Informing us of how To seek protection for ourselves from the evils that exist and that this protection can only be sought in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this protection, this guardianship, this refuge you are not going to go and seek it at the graves of the dead people you are not going to raise your hands and call upon the deceased you are going to raise your hands and call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect you from all of the evil that exists, to protect you from the darkness of the night as it envelops, and the evils they exit, to protect you from the magicians and the sorceresses, those who tie the knots and they blow into the knots, and they cause that magic that occurs by the permission of Allah, as a test and a trial upon us, and also to seek refuge in Allah, to protect you from the evil eye, to protect you from those who have that hasad, they have that envy, they have that hatred and that jealousy, that you have something they do not, and so they envy you, and as Shaykh Al-Athameen rahimahullah mentioned, when they envy you, something exits from them and afflicts you. And that is what is known as the evil eye. However, one point to mention, a person needs to be careful in understanding. We know that magic is real. We know that the evil eye is real. All of this has reality to it. However, 
it does not mean that anything that happens to you, you automatically think it is the evil eye and magic. As Shaykh Al-Athameen, he mentioned, some people may get a cold. Some people may get some illness, a fever. Normal fever, normal cold, normal illness for a week or two and they're better again. But when they get it, instantly they think it must be something going on. It must be the evil eye. I've never been ill like this before. It must be magic. It must not necessarily be that. A person needs to be aware. Not everything is automatically evil eye or magic. But yes, it has reality and it can occur. But what does a servant do? He keeps his trust in Allah, returns back to Allah, seeks refuge in Allah regularly and constantly, makes the du'as of the morning, of the evening, of the night, makes the du'as after every prayer and understands them, understands those du'as. That's how they really give you the impact. If you're just reading them robotically and you do not understand, the impact will not be the same. So this is what Allah has commanded us in this surah, a short surah. And how tremendous it would be if all of the people implemented it, making the du'as regularly and their supplications regularly. How much protection that would give you from Allah and the people, they are so negligent of it. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from those who are protected and given guardianship and that Allah keeps us safe from the evils of this world and gives us the paradise in the hereafter.